Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Be Empowered with R.C. Riley. This podcast features topics aimed to educate queer, trans, and BIPOC as Black, Indigenous, and people of color communities. The hope is that you will feel empowered to engage in activities that promote healing, wholeness, and equity within marginalized spaces. Now, today's guests are Sylvester Sly Ross, Lisa Laird, and James Gordon. And this is Women's History Month. So enjoy this episode entitled, Women Who Have Made Lasting Moves. I am ecstatic right now. I have three fantastic individuals that are kicking off this month's Women History Month topic with Women Who Have Made Lasting Moves. So I've asked these three wonderful guests to tell me about a woman that they know, whether it's a political figure or someone in their life who has made a move that has left a lasting impression on them. So just right off the bat, when I first asked you guys to come on the show and talk about women who've made lasting moves, was there a woman who immediately came to mind or did you have to think about it for a moment? No, Um, immediately. Yeah. A woman immediately came to my mind. Well, I was like, which one? I was like, which one? Okay, yeah. good point. It did, and it didn't have to be just one, so we'll see what we get into, right? Right, right. Um, so let's start with Lisa. My grandma. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know, she uh, she is actually a force to be reckoned with. Like, when it comes down to, like, work and caring and loving on folks and being honest, brutally honest, like, that's, She's all that and then some. You know, she's one of those people where if you need it, she's gonna make it happen. So nice. that's always been uh, something that was just really, it's, it made me who I am today. Now, what's her name? Her name is Jamie. Jamie, okay. Yeah. And have you all always been close? She raised me, so yeah. Um, I grew up in a situation that was, uh, it's kind of the American story, you know what I'm saying? Mom uh, is on drugs, my father passed away. And she didn't have to. She could have let me and my sisters go into the system, but she didn't. She just was like, nah, I'm my baby. So we'll come right. on home. Right. We traveled. We did all the stuff that, you know what I'm saying, kids be like, I wish I could have did that. I'm like, we was at Disney World. Like, it was a big, we lived in Florida, you know? Like, we went to the Dells. We did all of that. So it was great. Nice. nice. And so specifically, what are some things that she has done to leave an impact in your life today? She uh she used to do these uh outreach programs for drug addicts and I used to see the way she treated those people and it that made a major difference to me. Like I'm not giving you a dollar now because I know what you're gonna use it for, but you know, she was feeding folks, she was making sure they was protected sexually, you know, she was talking to them, trying to get them to maybe go to shelters and was picking out really good places for them to go. And she just treated them like people. I'm like, even when they was getting unruly and just crazy, because they were like, you know, weaning themselves off drugs, she just found a way to make people feel good, feel comfortable. And I'm like, that was just amazing to me. It it always seemed like a magic trick when I was little, you know? And so, um, like, yeah, she told me that, like, my first time ever using a condom was improper, found that out, you know? She used to keep a big box of them, right? Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) <laughs> I want to yes. know how she knew that it was improper. Was she? Was she there? Well, let me tell you what we did with them because I have two sisters, right? So I was a box of condoms, and we thought they was balloons, right? So we filled them up with water, and we was going in the backyard, and we were gonna do a water fight. We could not figure out why these balloons would not bust. I'm talking about uh. was so mad. So when she came home, she was like looking all around. She's like, "Dollars, dollars, dollars, where y'all at?" 
Because we like left the little rappers openings all around the house, like a trail to find us in the backyard. She was like, and then when I was like in eighth grade or freshman year, we had sex ed. And I came like, they you know, obviously telling us about condoms because she just let us think they were balloons. Okay. We just like, these balloons taste weird. You know, it's bad. And uh, <laughs> when I came home freshman year, she was like, I was like, okay, so these are not balloons, right? She was like, mortified, like. <laughs> So, okay, so your improper use was something different than what I thought. Thank you for that. All right. Yeah, all right. I, knew, I knew what you thought you I was going that. You got me, you got me, you got me. Okay. Okay, I, I'm loving your grandma. Like, can she be my granny? Right. She is now, I'm telling you, she'll tell you like it is, and you'll be upset. You'll be like, well, I, damn. Like, she is, she's a character, I'll tell you that. So yes, grandma is definitely uh has left some made some lasting moves. Cause that one right now, I will never forget Miss Jamie. I won't <laughs> ever. As long as yes. I live, I'm I'm never. Matter of fact, I got a I got a conversation wow. due for my 15-year-old soon. We we're gonna have I'm gonna do it. Grandma Jamie. Look, have Miss Jamie do it. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. On on that note, slide. <laughs> You were cracking up on that one. See, I told yeah, y'all this was gonna be a good evening, yeah. right? Yeah, I got. Yeah, I had questions. I feel distraught. I had questions like, "How old is Granny? How old was Granny then? And, and what kind of condoms? Were, and what kind of condoms was it back then? They so, was different kind of lifestyle magnums, you know. Yeah, uh, God, God bless the Granny. God bless the Granny. <laughs> Uh, the, the the woman I decided on that um, I admire um, the lasting moves is first off um, Mayor of Broadview, current Mayor of Broadview, Katrina Thompson. Mayor Katrina Thompson. Uh, when I met, I first met her. She wasn't the mayor. She was um, the the park district director. Maybe maybe that was her title. Okay. But watching her move and groove to get things done for the park district as far as um, um, funds being allocated from, from, from the government for a swimming pool and to fix things up for the kids. She sat there and she, she would say, well, I'm going I'm to write a grant. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write the government, the state of Illinois for, for a grant. Mm -hmm. And I heard her say this, saw her do it, and then seen the guy show up with the big check for $250,000. Nice. So I was like, wow, 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 wow. Like she said it, she executed, it happened, it's right. here, right? Nice, yeah. Years later, after after I was working at the park district, a uh, digital social media flyer came by and it said, you know, um, um, met, um, Katrina Thompson for Broadview mayor. I, I don't even live in Broadview, right. but I said, she's going to win. I was like, You're like, I need to go vote for her somewhere. She got this because I, I knew her work ethic and I, I saw how much she cared about the kids then that I could only imagine it transcending over to the, the residents of, of whatever community she was trying to get to. And then I heard about her going to um, literally knocking on, door, ringing doorbells, door to door, literally every day for as long as her campaign was. And she won by a landslide. 
it, like it was it was a no-brainer and to be friends with a person like that before all of that happened right it makes it even better like you know the you know the quality of the person right you, you know where they heart at where they head at then you know what they're capable of so you you really can't count them out of anything you know so, yeah. so i i admire her for that you know and she's and she stays humble you know she she's real humble nice nice thank you for that thank you all right um james who was the woman um that you're going to introduce us to who has made lasting movements um <clears throat> my daughter morgan denise livingston mm -hmm. uh she is uh has always been just she'll go no parameters no distance anything she'll go um when she was in the sixth grade, the counselor said that she wouldn't do above C work. That was her learning capacity. And well, Mo made the dean's list after that just consistently. Nice. In high school, she she was in uh, she was in the hospital for a couple of months and they told her that she would have to graduate the next year and that somehow I know she could catch up. Well, she's a dad, help me. And so she got extra help and she took extra classes at night and what have you, and she graduated on time like she was supposed to. Nice. Um, just her whole her whole vibe is, I'm just gonna go. I'm just going to go. I I'm going to do. And nothing is going to stop me from doing that. You know, whatever it is. When even when she was ailing, mm -hmm. she still tried to teach. Because um, she had a heart uh, failure, congenital heart failure, and uh, she still tried to teach. And then even when she stopped teaching, um, she still gave out her time babysitting and uh, at shelters, animal shelters and stuff like that. She did all this stuff. And when a mom had um, a stroke, Sweets couldn't even walk a block without getting tired, but she helped her mother rehab. Nice. Um, no complaints, no complaints, nothing just fortitude. And I said, <clears throat> in her memory, I'm gonna live like that. Mm. I'm gonna go, I've always been ambitious. I've always been a go-getter, you know, RC. Yeah. Um, but even more so in this last year, since her departure, I have upped, upped my momentum, I've upped my energy and my efforts and accomplished more. And because I, I know she used to get up and she had an impediment and she got up and she went and she got up and she did and she accomplished. And so that's who, who motivates me and has left this impression on me. Nice. Oh my that's God. That's beautiful. That's great. That's great. Yes. Celebrate. That, that was amazing. Oh my gosh. This is wonderful. So um, one of the things, the common thread throughout the women that you all introduced us to was their tenacity, their fortitude, as James said. Um, and I really love, Sly, how you said you watched Mayor, what's her last name? Thompson. Mayor Thompson, before she was a mayor, ha have a vision, right? Execute that vision, and then you saw it realized. I think that that's the whole thing. You all have seen this wonderful woman who made lasting moves. You've seen that process with all of these women and I'm curious to hear about how when you first came in in contact with this person I know uh for two of you that's family did you see that spirit like when you were young Lisa 
um, did you realize like, uh oh, grandma, grandma, I know you told us you watched her go out into the community, but were you able to process it in terms of she's doing something for other people that are not just us and it really when, matters? When I was little, it just seemed like amazing because, you know, I mean, you only, when you a child, you only grew up around family, so you don't get to see all those things. So when we, we were able to go to work, I just thought it was like a superpower or something. I just thought she was amazing. And then when I got older and uh, I saw how she did the community and um, just events and stuff where people would be like, oh, Jamie, we need you to do this. We need you to do that. She just handled it, handled it. I'm like, yo, that's why I will handle some stuff. I'm like, you know, it just blew my mind. It, to this day, like somebody... And our family had uh, fallen ill and she took care of everything. Swooped mm. in and made sure everything's straight. I'm like, golly. She just never stops. <laughs> now, James, when your daughter was small, did you see that in her? Like that oh, capacity? Whoo, just, just going. <laughs> I mean, and she did it from karate to ballet to mm. basketball to singing, just everything. She just took that same energy. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm at least tried. If I can at least try it, I can do it. And if it's not my forte, okay, fine. But I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna get as many things in. And she just she just woke up with that and went with that. That's who she was. So yeah, right. definitely. Okay. And then slide for you, the Mayor Thompson, like since you know her, um, what do you think led to her being able to be able to be that ambitious? I think what what's going around now is that she she knew it then. It was um, probably older people in positions that, that wasn't taking care of the things that needed to be taken care of. The, the children, the community, making sure that the parents had someplace safe to drop their kids off before they went to um, work for school, before work, before school programs, after school program. And she was in that. She was into, into, those, into those things. Mm -hmm. um, I think, I haven't talked to her about this, but what I think that prompted her to, to run for mayor was that she could do a good, a better job. She was doing a better job while sitting over at the park district. Okay. You know, she was being mayor while sitting over at the park district and they needed something like that in the front office of the town. And, and she actually is a, a person that she loved the kids, but she, she's also about the people, right? And her, her motto, and I, I think I got this right, her mantra, her motto is people over politics, you know, and I love, I, 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 I love that, right? Like, you know, it's, it's almost, it's just, it's just poetic justice. It's just, you put the people over politics and then you can't go wrong, right? Right, you, right, you right. Think right. about them first and then you can't go wrong, right? You, and that's what she's been doing, but, it, that, but that comes natural to her. It's not, it's not a gimmick to win. That's, that's, that's just her naturally. So right. I just think she was like, yo, I can do a better job. I know I can. And then it was a no brainer. And I feel like Broadview is flourishing under, under um, her as the first female, female mayor of Broadview, you know, black female yeah. mayor. Oh, you know, oh. so that's black history right yeah. there, rolling, rolling off up into um, women, women's month. So right. it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. And for the young, for the young girls, like they, they really mm -hmm. admire her, right? right? right. The, the youth, high schoolers, grade schoolers, they right. really do admire her because they see that same girl, Chuck Taylor's gym shoes, riding a bicycle, playing golf sports. She, she does all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And she's, she's one of them. We'll jump right. rope with them. 
and hang out with them, talk the same talk, do the same dances, nice. still going to the boardroom and, and handle business for the town. Yes. Have you been feeling tired, having muscle aches, and feeling overwhelmed? Are you always doing for others but leave little time for yourself? Well, if you don't take care of you, you will never be able to fully give to others. So stay fit, live fully, and give to others without leaving yourself behind. Fit Life Give is a mobile spa that offers full body massage at affordable rates. Massage is a form of fitness, and you need to have a fit-filled life in order to be your best for yourself and others. So book now at fitlifegive.biz. And so that's another thing you all have talked about, another common thread with all of your women who have made lasting moves, is that um, those women reached outside of themselves and were doing for others, doing for the community. Um, and so Lisa question or anybody actually, um, do you feel like you carry on any of that? Like, is that important to you to step outside of yourself, get to the community? And there's really no right or wrong answer. I'm just, just curious. That's one thing that I can't say about me that I can blame her for. Cause I would stretch myself extremely thin for people that I love. And, you know, I will go the extra mile to try to help folks and people be like, you can't do it all like that, you know? But I'm like, I think I can, you know? So yeah, I could, I can definitely say um, she gave me that. And I'm like, thanks a lot, grandma. For me, it's, I, I take a little piece of it. Um, I do work in public service. So mm-hmm. I, I do, have this adopted mantra of if I can treat the residents as if they was my parents, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I get things done. Things get done that way, you know. Right. Uh, so if that I can, treat, you know, if I can treat treat residents as if they were my parents, get get some things done for them. You you live in the town. You work for the town. You want to see a town clean mm-hmm. and, and and flourishing. So. I always think about that. And then it was this, this one other thing, like my, my granny would tell me years ago, uh, you, if you can do one good deed a day for somebody, you'll get into heaven. One good <laughs> deed, something meaningless, you know, some, some meaningless, whatever it is. Let me start this, this here so I get into heaven because I'm not sure. This <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, just one, it, it, it ain't gotta be nothing major. It's just some, sometimes I don't do it every day. It might be once a week, you know? I, don't, I ain't made it once a day yet. Uh, Grace said every day, I gotta get on this. I ain't going but, to have the Lord help. But once a week, once a Lord. week, you know, like, yo, you help you help somebody out, it's, it's good. You don't ask for nothing in return and just hope they pay it forward. Right. We get yeah. the math. We get the math. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I think um, for me and Sweets, it's a circular thing because when she was growing up and um, I always participated in coat drives and, 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 and toy drives, just, you know, part of my Masonic Lodge and, and on my own and Sweets would always be there. When the, um, the thing happened, when the levees broke in, in Louisiana, uh, she helped, we collected water at our house and gave it to the Salvation Army. And so then with her transitioning, then I just sort of picked up what she did, because she picked that up. She was always at the shelter. She loved animals, like we love animals. And she was always there. And so uh, when she went on, I just took the energy that I fed into her and now continue to do things, um, participating in food drives, coat drives, whatever I can, right. um, because it comes around. The charity comes around to you. 
And I specifically asked that question because I know that you all do for other people. I, I, I see that. I've been in your presence and you all have such amazing gifts that you give to everybody. So you are giving outside of yourself. Um, so I appreciate you sharing even some other things that maybe people who see you on Facebook don't know about you. I want to get to know you all a little bit more. We'll get back to some other things about these women in your lives. But uh, what is your absolute favorite thing to do in life? I'm just curious. Like, what's slide? What's your favorite thing to do? My new thing, skydiving. I'm sorry. That, that's my new thing. Now, nah, I like skydiving. So... So, so tell me more about that. So do you go every week? Do you go every uh, week? Like, I, done did, I done done it five, six times now. A couple times. One time I went up twice uh, right after the other. Oh. I really like that, that little 25 second it takes to get back down from three miles up. You know, so. Oh, no, thank you. And so this, this one the person playing? from the Air Force. This one the person from the Air Force saying no thank you. <laughs> I mean, I can't do it every weekend, you know, but I, um, you, uh, to go ago, I would have said, said running, you know, but the, the vacation and vacation is definitely on that list, but I really, I really dig skydiving right okay. now. Okay, so if, like if you were going on a date, you'd be like, "Hey, we're going skydive." Hell no, nah, I wouldn't take a date on skydive. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Ladies, y'all, ladies, ladies, I said that for you, ladies. Hell, I specifically asked that for the ladies out there hell, who are like, "I gotta be kind of wild." That'd be kind of wild. That would be kind of wild. Yeah. yeah. Are you serious? The first, the first date, she got to sign a waiver. Oh, <laughs> hey, you know what? You never know. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta sign a waiver and shit next to kid and all this other beneficiary shit. <laughs> like, all right, okay, all right, all right, yeah, all right. Like, so the, yeah. the ladies oh, don't need to be worried. They don't need to be worried. That won't be a first date. Got it. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Definitely not. And it's not gonna be no date. That's not gonna be date anything. No, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, so Lisa, what's your favorite thing to do? One of your favorites. um, I'm definitely trying to be a vacationer, um, like Slough here, you know. But my favorite thing, I think, I got two. I really love karaoke and cooking. Oh, karaoke! Yeah, I am the karaoke master. I got a trophy and everything. Uh, Listen, I'm I always coming. sing like three main songs, but I'm I love for the it. karaoke like, I'm trophy. Love... I'm coming for the trophy. I'm the RB king of karaoke. Not. I'm the RB uh, king of karaoke. Uh, uh, I love karaoke. Like seriously, like I love the vibe karaoke carries. Like I can't stand when the people that really can sing get up there and just be building. Now you like, no, right. you supposed to, no, you know. But I love to watch people just tear the song apart. I'm like, that is not how that goes. But I fuck with it. Thank you. Like, girl, you killed that. Literally, I got, I got it's so go. fun. Yeah, I so like before it. COVID, how often did you go out for karaoke? It was a thing. Me and my girls, like, on a Thursday night, we knew we was getting dressed up and we was going to do some karaoke. That was, like, every week, every other week, we was out here. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. All right. What are your three songs that you like to sing? Can you tell us? <laughs> I will. And, and it's so funny because karaoke DJs be like, here she comes. Don't sing this song. It's like, nobody's supposed to be here by Derek Cox. <laughs> um, 
I do uh when I do a duet, I do my first love, uh by Kiki White and Avant. Okay. Or um <laughs> me and my homegirls do Joyful Joyful. Oh, for, oh, the, for the movie? Like, from yeah. the movie? We be drug selling the each other for your full Lord. We get uh-uh, the Bible says it hasn't been that thing you do, child. <laughs> if, that, if that ain't some sacrilegious shit, right? Uh, right. <laughs> she probably slashed, probably gave her one good D for the day, so she's still right. she gonna slide in there. Uh, God, gonna be like, remember you were singing that song and worshiping me when you was drunk? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, man. Boom. Y'all are too much. All right, so James, what's your absolute favorite thing to do? I have fallen in love with going to the gym. I love going to the gym. Um, I saw that recently. I'm like, oh, you picked up a new hobby, and you're bringing yeah. us on this journey. Yeah. All right, look at you doing. <laughs> I love going to the gym. <laughs> All right, so how often do you go? Uh, now I switch to a new thing. It's like six times a week now because oh, wow. it's three days. It's push, it's push, pull, then legs, day off, then it's pull. Pushed and legs, they off like that. Nice. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. I could work out with you, James, because I'd be out here deadlifting. Like, not now. I do love me some gym. The, I work because I drive trucks, but so it's causing me to not be able to go to the gym like I used to. But, baby, people think that lifting gets you bulky and stuff. Oh, my God. It's like a, the best stress reliever ever. I would agree with that. It is. It, it, it really is. Keeping everything. And then when, it, when the gym closed, I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Because people are like, oh, you can work out at home. It's not the same. It's not the same. Some of the stuff that you do, it's not the same. Me and my no, best friend. No, not at all. And then I also We got gym equipment in the um in a, in his garage. And we tried our best, but it's just the gym is like the sanctuary. That's what we call it. It's amazing. It is. It is. Definitely is. All right. And I love video games. <laughs> okay, video games. That's a stress reliever, too, for a lot of people, video games. Oh my goodness! When the white folks be tripping, sometimes I come home, put on a game, just start shooting. Yes, hilarious. Anything to move, anything right. to move, I'm shooting. Anything, <laughs> all right, all right. Anything. He ready? Maybe can't get him out the room. <laughs> right. All right. So another woman. So who's another woman? That has made lasting moves that you would like to introduce us to. Um, I would say either Taraji P Henson for me or Michelle Obama. Okay, well pick pick one and then tell us. Why. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Taraji. Okay, why? Because um, you know, I'm 32 and I'm just you know I'm really trying to break into the mainstream comedy world and acting, and she broke in around the same age and. She just been on fire ever since. I'm talking about going crazy. And I'm like, yes, sis, like, so what? We want it all. We come for everything. Everything we feel like we was old, I want it. So I love right. that. Right. I love it. Okay. And she's so sweet. She's, she does seem sweet. She does. I haven't personally met her, but she does seem really sweet. So have you, is she somebody you would love to meet kind of thing? I absolutely would love to sit down and just pick her brain. Just get to talking to her, getting to know her. I, she, she like my best friend in my head. Okay. Well, do you follow her on social she media? Is. Absolutely. She's really uh -huh. down to earth. I'll be inviting her like, happy birthday, friend. Okay. But you never know. Sometimes they reply, I heard. Mm -hmm. Inbox them. So maybe. She hasn't, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she'll watch Be in Power with RC and then she'll. <laughs> she'll inbox me back like, hey, queen. I'm like, what's up, sis? All right, James. Who's another woman that has made lasting moves? My mom, there's this one moment, and she always cracks up when I bring this up. It was uh, 
I was going to Bradwell, and someone had took my coat and moved it around. It was really cold. It was wintertime, of course, Chicago. I found my coat, but didn't find my gloves. And I'd been searching for my coat outside, and I got cold. My hands was cold. I'm crying and everything. My mama takes her gloves off my hands and puts them on my hands. And I just, it was still cold. She was, she was cold, but she took them off. And then there's nothing bigger or better than that. And that's just been the thing, the nature of our uh, rapport relationship for, for all these years. And so, yeah, she, she make an adjustment. Like when we stopped cooking, when she uh, stopped eating, we stopped eating pork and beef, she switched things that she would cook when we would be over. She switched stuff around and what have you. Um, very encouraging throughout this whole, like like Lisa said, this whole acting thing. You got a tough skin to going out to these auditions and be able to hear no one. Like, right, like, yeah, like a couple years ago, you right. know, so, and, and we, and here we go, you know, we on, you know, yeah. thanks God. But yeah. my mom has been right there, like, keep going, you're doing it, keep going, you're doing it. So, you know, uh-huh. nobody better than mom. Nobody's better than mom. I hope my no. son says that one day. He's he a will. teenager, so right now I'm like, I might not be his favorite, but one day. <laughs> one day. One day he's going to have a podcast and talk about his mama. Right. <laughs> on, on Mother's Day. <laughs> and my birthday. He better give me Mother's Day and my birthday. Okay. <laughs> the holidays. Yes. Okay, Sly, who's a second woman who was made lasting? Uh, um, I got another friend in politics, newly in politics or want to be in politics. Her name is um, Monica Gordon. And ironically, her ironically is funny is that her father's name is James Gordon. But obviously it's not. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but this is a, um, a friend of mine I've known since, uh, since um, college, the, the 90s. And um, <clears throat> she was running um, for the 40th district of Illinois State Senate last year, I believe. Um, she lost that race, but once I seen she threw her head in the ring, this is another individual that I was like, she's going to get it. She's going to get it. You know, like, she's, if she's putting up her head in this, in this pot, she's going to come out with something, you know. If it's just the experience of, of losing, you know, you got to lose before you win sometimes. Also, now she's she's um, on the, the state board, the, the Prairie State College Board of Trustees. You know, and she, and she was affiliated with Chicago State um, University. I'm I'm not sure if she still is, but she's um, a graduate of um, Northern and a, fr- a friend of mine. But this is another person that I'm like, I cannot go against them. Okay, you know, and it's it's just ab- the admiration I have for her. Excuse me. It's yeah. like this is a friend that I've known. Who I never would have saw going down this political street, right? And I can actually picture herself being a mayor in the Senate, legislative, um, yeah. in the House, writing laws, doing things to help not only college students, young girls, minorities, seniors, veterans, because she cares about all of those people because they're all in her family, right? Yeah. So I admire her for going after something that I'm pretty sure her degree is in journalism. Right, and I'm like, where did this political turn come from? <laughs> you know she passionate, but she, she, but she's a writer, and you know, I don't want, I don't want to throw too much out there. She used, to, she was a rapper at one point, right? She, she got bars, so if she ever wins something, she might be able to spit a hot sixteen for somebody. 
<laughs> you know, but 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 I could picture her being, you know, being a a, a news comment, a political news commentator, you mm. know, because she she's good. She's okay. just that good. You know, not, I'm not selling her short, but whatever she wants, like I'm behind her, I'm supporting her. You know, and those are the two women that that lately I've been like, yeah. I know these people like, yeah, yeah right, they're, right, my right. Friends. they're my friends, right, they're my right. friends. Well, Sly, I need you to say that I'm a win too, because evidently when you believe in a chick, she wins. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm thinking over yeah. here, Lisa. I'm like, yeah. I'm like I, I, I win. I, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you a secret, right? And it's, it seemed to be working, right? So it's like, if you take care of women, you take care of seniors, and you take care of veterans such as yourself, you're gonna always win. You're gonna always win if you if you if that's what you're talking about. You're gonna always win. Yes. You, keep, you keep those three groups of people, you're gonna always win, no matter what. Nice. That's the, that's the secret. Awesome. Okay. So now let's get a little more into you all. Lisa, tell us something that most people may not know about you. A little known fact about Lisa. Um, I am the best car rapper a lot and no, I'll just play um I, you know <laughs> you know what my life is pretty open but I am I do write poetry a lot of people don't know that so um I am and I'm currently working on a book I've been working on this book for so long but I had writer's block but it's coming back to me now so I've been like up when I should be sleep writing um new chapters to my book and I'm excited about it nice yeah. awesome finish it Finish that joint. I am. Don't even think about it. Just finish. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's Thank up. Thank you. Good. Jane, tell us something that people don't know about you. Um, I love uh, I love nature. I love being by the lake. Um, I love uh, especially fall is my favorite season. So I'm a big fan of watching animals and and uh, seeing the leaves fall and, and the colors and everything. I, I could sit like I, I have sat on the bench and just. Watched all, took it all in. You got no binoculars. Turn my phone off, huh? You got binoculars, don't you? You got binoculars. No, I don't. I got glasses. I got glasses. <laughs> they do it all for me, right? <laughs> no, I love. Nobody really know that because they see all the flashy stuff. But I love nature. It's so tranquil. It's so it's God's work. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Don't tell nobody. Okay. Your secret is safe with us. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, yeah, I ain't telling nobody. Hey, hey, guess what I just heard? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this shit here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Sly, what you about to tell us that we can tell others about? Uh, let's That's see. right. I, I, one, thing, um, it, one thing's true. Let's, um, a lot of people don't know I did stand-up comedy. I used to open up for Def Jam comedians at the Touch of the Past in Bellwood. In Bellwood. Oh, wow. (laughs) Like, I I would warm the crowd up. I would warm the crowd up and shit. Okay. For them. So, a lot of people. You met a lot of people. I didn't know that. A lot of people don't know that. And yeah. um, Yeah. So, that's uh, a lot of. Yeah. So, it started, I just. I was that heckler that a lot of comedians get on, and heckler, the comedian said, "And I bet your ass can't do a better job." And I went up there and I took his job. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how I started. Like, That's I, nice. there, and I went up there and told a story, and the shit happened. It was like, "Come nice. back next week." That's dope. <laughs> I love his 
connection here because <laughs> Sly was uh he is funny as heck, so that's really not surprising. But I, I didn't know that. Um so Sly was doing comedy. Lisa is a comedian. Lisa writes poetry. James writes poetry. James uh, yeah. is also a storyteller. I'm yeah. a storyteller and a runner and Sly runs. It's a couple more connections because, because I also, I've also, when I did the comedian thing, the, com the comedy club was also a poetry club on some nights. Yep. So I would, I actually would do poetry some nights there also. So I, I have written poetry. Uh, uh, and also I, I have this idea for a book in my head, a children's book in my head that I've had. For oh, I would love years. for you to write a children's book. I would be, I would buy that book. Write the children's book. Your sister, your write the children's book. So it's more connections than you than you think. That's and I think like by you putting this energy in, in this Zoom room and shit. Like yeah. I, I might, I might feel, get off, get some of this energy out of y'all, and I'm like, yes, do it. do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I said, let's be these New York bestsellers. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I, look, New York, Amazon, all them best sellers. All that. Because you logged on to the Starbucks Wi-Fi, that's why. Okay, cricket Wi-Fi. I don't know what Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, he said you got Boost Mobile Wi-Fi. I was on 4G. I could have went to five. Three and a half G. <laughs> um before we end i would like for each person to take a minute and just say like what you're doing and where people can find you on social media we're gonna start with lisa what are you what are your um in the works projects and where can people find you on social media well um right now like i said i'm working on my book it's called confessions of a professional girlfriend um i post it on all my social medias and it's all the same it's i am l y s s a L A I R D website coming very soon. So make sure you follow me on everything. I might follow back. Sometimes I talk bad stuff. You know, it gets crazy on my pages. So come on, be on the okay. team. Jane, what, what are your current projects and where can people find you? Currently um, filming uh, Christmas Time. It's a uh, crime drama. Um, also, I'll be, there's a series I just got a role for, which I will start filming in April. I can't say anything about it though yet because. NDAs and all that mess, but yeah, you you probably see it. it's got three letters and it's black and it's a show on that. Yeah, I can say that, and you can infer from there. Um, also, I just finished up a book. Um, it released on Valentine's Day called Fourteen Days and Forever. It's a book of poetry, and uh, you can follow me. You can find me as James Gordon on Facebook. Everywhere else, Greatest Poet Alive on Instagram, on YouTube, and such. So yeah, and I follow back. So it's all good. I don't think you follow me. Ooh. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Don't do that. Uh -huh. don't, don't do that. See? I got you. I got you. All right. All right. Um, Sly, <laughs> close us out and let us know what are your current projects, exciting things that you're doing, planes you're jumping out of over large oceans and dropping onto a jet ski and you know, being 007. I, love, I do love them extreme vacations. I just you, got you are like 007 to me. I just, I just got back from Mexico, so I do love that stuff. But you can find me and look me up on all social media platforms at SlyFi Ross on Twitter, Facebook, IG, 
Sly-Fi. I like Wi-Fi, Sly-Fi, because I keep you connected. All right. Everybody. Hey. Virtually, right? Pretty. Um, pretty good. You know, so. I like how we did that. And also, Inside the Cave podcast on all your favorite streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, um, Google Play. Uh, We even had a playlist on Tidal. So, um, we haven't been recording during during COVID because people got kids in the, in the background in the north. But we got shows inside the cave podcast. All that's all the title inside the cave podcast, and you can find my my segment on there is called Tell the Truth, and I also have a Facebook page called Sly Tell the Truth. Nice. Yeah, I, I am I just excited for all the things that you all are working on. I will continue to support the three of you all as I typically do. And hopefully I'll get to support you even more moving forward. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a wonderful conversation about women who have made lasting moves. Thank you everybody for watching and listening and good night. Thanks again for listening. This episode has been brought to you by Fit Life Give, a black owned, queer and trans friendly luxury mobile spa. Fit Life Give specializes in couples and individual massage. From corporate events to spa and pamper parties all across the Chicagoland area. Massage is a form of fitness and you need to have a fit-filled life in order to give to others. So book Fit Life Give for your next event or personal service. Book now at fitlifegive.biz. For more details and bios on today's guests, head over to rcreillyempowers.com. And remember to share this podcast with your friends.